Why does he wait till we come back? Well, hey, everybody, it's We Are Live. What's going on? Travis is in New York. We're here in St. Louis. The great Dr. Ed and his one workable arm has joined us in studio. Dr. Ed. Dr. Ed. The good doctor is in. One of those people singing might have a Stanley Cup ring. Think about that. You think Carly's going to get a ring? She was on that. She's singing on that. That was Carly in that, too. That really? was the, the girl's voice, yeah. yeah. Travis, do you think Carly gets a ring? I thought we said she did. I thought she said, I thought Gartner said when she was on two weeks ago that, um, yeah, she would get one. Cool. Why don't you just send her a text? Yeah, we'll just Be make like, it happen. Hey. Uh, Dr. Ed joins us from Hillside Animal Hospital. If you have your pets this summer needing updated shots, Anything to do with uh, preventatives or any issues they may run into, be sure to take them to Hillside Animal Hospital right here in South St. Louis. Uh, Dr. Ed, we were talking about a story that uh, we found pretty interesting. It took up about 20 minutes of our show already. Uh, an alligator, not the fart story, oh. an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ed was like, let's talk farts. Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> do, you have, do you have seven jokes lined up for the fart guy? I was working on it. Yeah. <laughs> I figured you did. Uh, so, but <laughs> what do you do when a dog passes gas when you're examining it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Blame do it on the dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, how many dogs have been blamed for your passings? I don't. I don't have dogs, Chris. But if you were in right, a room, so a cat. Yeah, I was gonna say if he was in a room and there was a dog present, I think Travis is just going hog wild. Uh-huh, I get. How can I go hog wild if you're in a room of dogs? Oh, it depends on if semantics. they're bulldogs. Yeah. Semantics. He's getting me. If they're bulldogs. Backing me into a corner. Uh, so, Dr. Ed, uh, we'll talk some stories. Uh, alligator, South City, I need to know your thoughts. Uh, Travis, we wanted to ask Dr. Ed a question. Would you just put down an alligator immediately, or would you make sure it got no. to a sanctuary of some sort? Oh, I don't think there's any reason to put it down. I didn't hear, Come the, on. I didn't hear, yeah. the, I didn't hear the story, though. Oh, there was an alligator in Dutchtown, and it was found. It was three feet long and found in a woman's... Uh, front yard. There it is. That's it. That's the actual gator. Um, Travis blames white people uh, for letting it loose. I have to agree wholeheartedly. It's probably our fault, but it was in Dutchtown in the front yard and they did capture it. But uh, see, so you think just take it to a sanctuary, huh? Oh, yeah. I think yeah. just eliminate it immediately. Big boy here was like, let's just get rid of it. Let's kill it. Oh, I, I think it'd have an axe in its head before you could tell me to stop. They're not, they're not. That's rude. That's rude because if people, cause it, you were people be like earlier. that with pit bulls and y'all the main one, the pit bulls are they're raised a certain differently. They're, they're different. And you see an alligator, ain't the alligator's fault and it's in the hood, but you want to throw an axe in his head. I'm not saying kill pit bulls either. Like, I just don't think you should kill an animal it, just because of what it is. I could get a I could get an alligator, uh, what do you call it uh, What do you, when you go on vacation? A souvenir. I could get an alligator head souvenir and I wouldn't even have to go to Destin. See, now, now Why would you do that to alligators, Fancy? That's the problem now. That's the problem. Y'all are too busy trying to ruin nature. Yeah, instead of breed-specific bands, now we're getting into species-specific bands. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. And they are banned in St. Louis, thank God. Alligators are only considered uh, adults when they hit six feet long. So that is a real little baby there. Mm. So, Mm-mm-mm. Have you ever had to do any exotic, uh, exotic work to people? I can't imagine that many people in the St. Louis area have gators as pets. No, I've never seen any gators. I've seen a few snakes, yeah. you know, and a few lizards, you know, and of course the pocket pets. Right. Yeah. Know. What's a pocket pet? You know, hamsters, guinea pigs. Oh, okay. okay. I've actually done sugar sur- I've actually done surgery surgery on some of those. It's actually yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I took a had a had a little mouse. 
from one of my employees that had a huge tumor on it, and I took it off. And it lived. And it lived for another six months. Wow. Yeah, mm. it, was, it was fun. You know, they you know go no they know going in you know that hey this thing could die under anesthesia it's very mm-hmm. tricky, but it's like you know you can't live like this so yeah well you know, it's, it's good for you Doctor Edgar yeah, it makes the job fun okay so Travis uh, my compassion needs to be amplified would you agree <laughs> yes Modified. well yeah because just because <laughs> you can't take it for your stupid dog walks you like you just want to kill any animal that you don't think will go well with your pit bulls that you already own. So if you want people to show compassion to your stupid ass pit bulls, how Damn. about you show some compassion to the lizards? Ah, uh, no, those are just yes. cold no. machines. That's not true. Have you ever held a bearded dragon? Held a bearded dragon? It can't eat me, so I'm fine with bearded dragons. What about turtles? Turtles are, <laughs> turtles are fine. All right. They're fun and, little animals, yeah, but snapping soup, turtle, I'll cut its head off. Soup. Yeah. <laughs> what about snakes? Snapping turtle, I'll kill. What about snakes? Uh, snakes, disgusting. Why? They're eating machines. No, they have, not so what. They're literally nasty. They're, they're nice. good for. What? I wouldn't. I wouldn't kill a snake. Black snake, no. Poisonous snake, I'll kill. My mom is scared to death of snakes so much so. Um, when we first moved to O'Fallon, Missouri, when I was in second grade, we lived on like 17 acres of land, so we had a wide area out there. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a garter snake in the yard. A gardener snake. Garter. He was having a menthol. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. picture a little snake with a little menthol cigarette. So my mom got in the, um, I still remember the car, the uh, the white mercury sable. Of course. And uh, drove through the yard trying to run over the snake because <laughs> she was terrible. so scared. That's of amazing. It. Like, it's just a garter snake. That's I all. Have, uh, I have two snakes. I have a bearded dragon. I have three spiders. Currently you own a snake? Yeah. Three spiders, uh, two turtles. Two mice, a couple dogs. Currently? Yeah. Not when you were in elementary school? No, like currently. Okay. Oh, and two geckos. What do those snakes eat? Uh, m- little mice. You feed them live mice? Yeah, that's what they have to eat. So your mice population is in flux because mm-hmm. right now it's two, but it could be fewer tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Do you have mice they're corns. So they're corn snakes, uh, and but then we also had these two mice, these two uh, full-grown mice that we had got for another pet we have um and they got out of their bag in the car mm. and then we went to massachusetts uh on the way to massachusetts the snakes these uh mice got out of the bag they ran around the car we bonded over like the week and a half that they were in the car and then by the time we got home we would have felt bad if we would have killed them so they now we just family so, yeah now we just have two mice <laughs> What the mice want to do on vacation? Go see the big giant wheel of cheese? Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ed's fired at all. One, uh, one, one, d- one of the days we were in the car, we were driving for like 17 hours. We heard this little noise. We heard it like running around like. So how I'm does in, make I'm the, in the sound? It was like. I was in the passenger seat and like we heard this noise above the glove box. And we're kind of like looking and we know it's the mouse. But all of a sudden the mouse falls out from uh below the glove box lands on my leg runs up me and then runs back down and back into the car like into the uh inner workings of the car did you scream i was nervous yeah i mean i didn't i didn't scream but i'm sure i went eh, like something like that because mm-hmm. you know i didn't which is shocking yeah i didn't expect a mouse to fall on me yeah. not generally hmm. so sorry i derailed again nope it happens <laughs> Uh, we'll play we'll play some dogs on film i have been dominant as of late 
in uh, such a game. Dr. Ed coming back confident, feeling like he's going to push things forward. Gardner, are you ready for some dogs on film? Oh, we could give that a go if you'd like. I Travis, will you uh, do the honors? It's time for Dogs on Film. You guys ready to play? Mm, Before we get started, Dr. Ed, how are you feeling? How are you? The, the shoulder surgery, it looks like it was successful. How are you feeling these days? I'm doing pretty good. You know, the pain has been very manageable. It gets, it gets sore, you know, a little bit. And sometimes I'll forget and I'll try to move it the wrong way. And it, <sighs> That's the worst. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, they did a really good job with pain management. Yeah, that's yeah, good. So. Yeah, it seems like... When can uh, you hop back on your bike? Oh, probably not for six, uh, you know, six weeks total, so another four weeks. Okay. That's, uh, and, and I don't know what kind of incision they made, but I just, from an ankle surgery I had in 2002, it looks like somebody did it with a dull butter knife. And then now the technology is amazing how they go in. And like the time frame you were just talking about for a person to sling and dealing with everything, feels like that's pretty efficient. Yeah, it's actually just, it was arthroscopic, so I got yeah. five, five little holes. Just little dots. Little, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Huh. That's a, have, Travis, have you had any major surgeries? No, Chris. I'm an amazing athlete. That doesn't... No, you're not. <laughs> Dogs on film. What do we got, Gardner? Well, usually amazing athletes have major mm. surgeries at times because Yearly. they are such no. amazing yeah. athletes. Yeah. LeBron and I haven't had major surgeries. It makes sense. Well, don't put that Don't put that heat on him. <laughs> All right, dogs on film. We have six total movies, three pairings. We pit one movie against another, and we decide, well, we have to – Tommy made me lose my train of thought. God. Sorry. Okay, there we go. Okay, (laughs) we have three pairings of movies. We pit one against another, and you guys have to guess which one – has a better score according to Rotten Tomatoes. Now, we'll have some themes throughout. There's not one broad theme this week. We have each pairing has its own theme. And also, we have a seventh movie for a tiebreaker. If we need to go to that tiebreaker, you guys will have to guess closest to the actual score. Closest to the actual score. Now, throughout the game, I'll decide if I want to tell a group or a person if they're right or wrong in their guess. If I want to go right. You'll hear. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. If it's wrong. You don't want that one. You don't want that one. So that's that's the basic rules of the game. Now, my friend Sean traditionally reads descriptions for these movies, for each movie, to kind of help you out in case you haven't seen it before. He's done so again this week. I'm going to show Dr. Ed the video, but while you were gone, Sean went and did a trapeze thing, and you have to see it. It's amazing. <laughs> I just wanna, while we're at it, just another yeah. salute to you and Sean. That was an amazing there's video. A, there's a mention of that in our chatting before and after each Tra- of these descriptions. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah, like a real one. In his bedroom or what? No. <laughs> Circus Flora. It was so oh, good, wow. Travis even gave wow. Gardner kudos. Yeah. He gave somebody else credit. All right, so our first set of movies the first thing each of these movies has just king in their title king in their title so here's your uh your first movie for dogs on film how was your fourth of july holiday <coughs> lovely <coughs> lovely thank you let's see fourth of july what do we do 
Well, no. All right. First up, we have Moonrise Kingdom, 2012. Drama, teen, one hour, 35 minutes. The year is 1965, and the residents of New Penzance, an island off the coast of New England, inhabit a community that seems untouched by some of the bad things going on in the rest of the world. Twelve-year-old Sam, Jared Gilman, and Susie, Kara Hayward, have fallen in love and decide to run away. But a violent storm is approaching the island, forcing a group of quirky adults, Bruce Willis, Edward Norton, and Bill Murray to mobilize a search party and find the use before calamity strikes. It was a cute little movie. I saw that in the theater with you. Did we? You had a coughing fit. That means, you know, that's why I sit on the aisle. You had to leave. I have to leave. When I get excited, I tend to hack. Can't help it. All right. The first movie is Moonrise Kingdom. Going against... Next up, we have Three Kings, 1999. Action-adventure, one hour, 54 minutes. Just after the end of the Gulf War, four American soldiers decide to steal a catch of Saddam Hussein's hidden gold. Cache. Cache, cache. Uh, uh, you know, uh, led by cynical Sergeant Major Archie Gates, George Clooney, three of the men are, res- uh, are rescued by rebels, including Chief Elgin, Ice Cube, but Sergeant Tony Barlow, Troy, Troy Barlow, Mark Wahlberg, is captured and tortured by a wreck intelligence. The Iraqi and the, the Iraqi rebels beg for the American trio to help fight against the impending arrival of Hussein's elite guard. The men agree to fight in return for help rescuing Troy. I didn't read that right, did I? I thought they were after the gold. Did they get the gold? I never saw it. So I didn't read that right. All right. You have Three Kings versus Moonrise Kingdom. Travis, Gardner's never seen Three Kings. I'm upset with him. Three Kings is really good. I'm surprised Gardner hasn't seen that. It's a good anti-war movie. Um, I am going to go with Moonrise Kingdom. That's a bad choice, man. Mm. <clears throat> All right, Marky Mark. That is who that was. Did you say, did you ever see Three Kings, Doctor Ed? I saw Three Kings. I didn't see Moonrise Kingdom though. Mm. Wes Anderson film. What do you think? I I think I have to go with Moonrise Kingdom though. Uh, Three Kings is one of my favorite movies of all time. I got to go with Three Kings, but I think it was put there so I would lose because I'm going to pick it no matter what. Uh, Wes Anderson all the way. Let's go with Moonrise Kingdom. Those of you that selected Wes Anderson's Moonrise Kingdom. (laughs) Moonrise Kingdom loses with a 93. Three Kings, 94. Wow, I don't know about that. Now wait a minute. Now wait, three I'm kings. Pull the hey, my on work this is one. done. You guys. Just <laughs> hey, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna pull my doctor Ed on this one. That's kind of look. I like Three Kings, not at 94. percent Now, a- Chris, you can't ever get mad at Black Panther because <laughs> if you mad at Black Panther being 97, percent then I get to be pissed no. off at Three Kings uh, being 94. percent That's kings I don't know about all. that, Chris. Three Kings is so good. It's it's dramatic. There's there's a story to it. It's funny. Ninety four percent. It's accurate. No, I see. I'm gonna take off two points for spelling, you know, on Gardner because it really is cash, not cachet. Yeah, I realized that after the fact. You know, so that takes it down to a ninety two, and we win. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Ed anointed. I'll take that for him. I I love Three Kings. It's so good. It's so funny. Clooney's it's a good great movie. Not ninety four percent. It's so good. It's like eighty three, eighty four. I think Moonrise Kingdom's uh, a little juiced on that, too. I don't think that's a 93. It felt like a 75 or something. It's Wes Anderson, baby. Wes Anderson do nothing but 90s. (laughs) (laughs) That's all he does. Wes Anderson Anderson out here like he curry. 
This I'm, movie's always 90%. The only thing I'm upset about is that Gardner didn't get a video clip of my favorite part in the entire movie. They're doing flashbacks of what they would all, they're reservists in the military, and they're over there, and they're like, well, what would you be doing if you weren't over here fighting? Because that's what the whole spirit of Desert Storm was. A lot of people are like, I don't know what I'm doing over here. I didn't think I was going to go to war. And they cut to Spike Jones's character, who's a dude from a trailer park in Texas, and he's... <laughs> Standing with his mullet, and they're like, what would you be doing, man? He's like, oh, I don't know, dude. And he it cuts to him with a shotgun, shooting, <laughs> shooting like stuffed animals cans? outside of a oh, trailer. Okay. Yeah, just shooting <laughs> stuff like, off a log. Yeah, Ice Cube's character. He's like, I'd be working at the airport. Everybody else would be working, and he'd be shooting, uh-huh. yeah, fluffy so, animals. So yeah, long, Moonrise Kingdom's better. Mm. So Chris has one. Everybody else nil. As we go into the second pairing of movies, the theme for this one is night. And day, mm. night, and day. Oh. Bet we have a Batman okay. in here. So here you go with your first one. Next up, we have Night Shift, 1982. Comedy, sex comedy. One hour, 46 minutes. Chuck, Henry Winkler, has given up life as a stockbroker because it was too stressful. Now he works at an easy gig as a night shift attendant at the New York City morgue. His co-worker, Bill Blazinkowski, Michael Keaton, on the other hand, is always looking for to make a quick buck. When Bill finds out that Chuck's prostitute neighbor, Belinda Shelley Long, needs a place to do her work, he convinces Chuck to turn the morgue into a brothel where they can work as their as her pimps. Big Shelly Long fan? Shelly Long. I remember Shelly Long in Chicago when I was a kid growing up was the, uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, whatchamacallit girl for a furniture company. I can't remember the name of it, but, you know, that was her gig. Did they have a jingle? They did, but I can't remember it. What's your favorite commercial jingle? At three in the morning when you're in bed. The somebody brothers are baking bread, and that is the reason it tastes so good. Like oven oven fresh something bread should. Or Palisades Amusement Park. It's a place after dark. Palisades Amusement Park swings all day, and after dark, dun, 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 dun. ride the coaster, get cool, ride the waves in the pool, have fun. Palisades Amusement Park. Never been. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Can we all just stop and just admit that Sean's better than all of us? Yeah. Like, this is, he's so funny. Okay. Oh, great. So, uh, uh, night and day, the theme. Help. Night shift is the first one. So here's your, uh, here's your second one. Here's the competitor for night shift. Terminator 2, Judgment Day, 1991, fantasy mystery, 2 hours, 36 minutes. In this sequel, set 11 years after the Terminator, young John Connor, Edward Furlong, the key to civilization's victory over a future robot uprising, is the target of the shape-shifting T-1000, Robert Patrick, a Terminator sent from the future to kill him. Oh, a Terminator sent from the future to kill him. Another Terminator, the revamped T-80, Arnold Schwarzenegger. T-800. T-800, Robert Schwarzenegger, Arnold, Robert Arnold Schwarzenegger, has been sent back to protect the boy. As John and his mother, Linda Hamilton, go on the run with the T-800, the boy forms an unexpected bond with the robot. You scared of robots? No, I'm not scared of robots. Although, no, I'm not. But I do like Linda Hamilton when she was smoking Marlboros. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Terminator 2. This is a trap. I know this is a trap. I'm going to go ahead and set this up right now. It's a trap. But I'm going to stick to my instincts because I think Terminator 2 is not only one of the greatest action films of all time, one of the greatest sequels of all time, and it's James Cameron's best work. Uh, So I'm going to go with that, but something tells me that's not going to be the winner. But I'm sticking to my heart and choosing Terminator 2. So Terminator 2, Judgment Day for Travis, which is going against Night Shift. The rest of the gallery? 
I, I, you know, I agree with everything Travis says, but Night Ship is absolutely one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I mean, you know, Leonard Carbone, you know, hey, Barney Rubble, what an actor. Yeah. I mean, that's one of my favorite lines of all time. It's a very good movie. Yeah, Michael Keaton was just like, that might have been one of his first movies, and he was just like quintessential Michael Keaton. So I, I got to go with Night Shift just out of loyalty, and I don't care if it doesn't win or not. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ed is a man I, on a mission. I love it. I'm a principal. No, I I'm with Dr. Red on the principles. I think we, we both could be right, and I'm sticking to Terminator 2 because how I feel about that movie. Terminator 2 for me as well. I think people view that as like a perfect action movie. Michael Keaton was the best Batman and Spider-Man villain, so I'm going with Night Shift. All right. Dr. Okay. Ed. Tommy. Okay. How are your I'm pretty sure Chris feeling? cheats. I wish I cared enough to cheat. I'm just so good. Night Shift in 92. Jeez. Terminator 2 Judgment Day, 93. I hate you so much. Do you see the evil in his eyes? How happy he is? There's a lot of evil in Chris's eyes. I yeah. should have treated Dr. Ed better this week. I mean, I took a week off. Dr. He's Ed would talk surgery. to you on the street. I hope you know that. <laughs> you better not take your he pets talk you in the mouth. He's gonna, if I'm yeah. in the bike lane on my electric scooter and he's got his cycle going, he's going to run me off the road He's going to aim for you like yeah, your yeah, mom aimed for that hey, gardener's hey, face. Hey, I'm driving with one hand, Chris. So I'm a little unsteady. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, I have no problem with that. Night shift, like I said. That's a great rating. I need it's to a, see that movie. 92. Yeah. Oh, you've never seen it? Oh, if my I God. have seen it, I would have been Richard, way younger. Richard Belzer's in it. Henry oh, wow. Winkler is oh, also yeah. fantastic. Okay, I need to watch it. Yeah, oh, I, don't, wow. I don't think I've seen it. Michael yeah. Keaton is just, there's some of the best jokes that I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah. It's a, I would recommend it. And this is coming from someone that doesn't watch a ton of stuff. But maybe I've seen some older stuff. Okay, so Chris has two. Travis has one nil for Tommy and Dr. Ed. We go into our final pairing. Should we take a break, Tommy, me and you? Yeah, I think we should. <laughs> I'm going to go back to Pokemon I've been Go. thinking of... Uh, <laughs> Dr. Ed's got some cases to review. I've been thinking of starting an uh, electric scooter gang recently mm. based off biker gangs. So I thought of biker movies. Biker movies. Okay. So that's the theme for your final pairing. Here's your first movie involving a motorcycle. Next up, Ghost Rider, 2007, drama fantasy, one hour, 50 minutes. Years ago, a motorcycle stuntman, Johnny Blaze, Nicolas Cage, sold his soul to save the life of a loved one. Now he transformed. Now he transforms into a fiery, avenging agent of justice at night, wherever evil roams. As the only one who can walk in both worlds, Johnny is charged by Mess of, what's his name? Miss... Oh, Me- Me- Mephistopheles. 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 Donald Logue himself to destroy Blackheart. West Bentley, a demon that wants to overthrow Mephistopheles. Mephistopheles. Mephistopheles and create a worse hell than the than the one that that currently exists. You still got a little stuntman in you though. You did that trapeze video. Oh, trapeze, trapeze. Yeah, that was a disaster. I gave myself a D, didn't I? What'd your dad say about it? Your dad's 89, right? No, it's 88. He said, I'm proud of you, son. It was nice, wasn't it? Yeah. Did you cry? No. Stop looking at me. You're going to cry, huh? <laughs> Come oh, on, God. let's go to the next. Oh, God. Hold the phone. Stop. I'm all right. Oh, daddy. 
<laughs> oh, 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 oh. Gardner, you son of a bitch. I made him cry. Oh, no. <laughs> you ass. Here's Gardner, how I know Dr. Ed's telling your sleep. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Dr. Ed's evil. I've never seen Dr. Ed laugh so hard. And it took father emotion. <laughs> it took his father son relationship and made my friend cry. Uh, it's Mistopheles. Take note, everyone. Oh. No, it's not. Ooh, no, I am taking no. Gardner is more vicious than I ever anticipated. <laughs> mm. I have underestimated Gardner for far too long. Never again. He can make grown-ass men cry without even physically harming them. <laughs> yes. You're dark, man. You yes. may you may not drink, but you're drunk with power. Okay? Oh, I just yeah. entertain myself. Mm. And maybe I All right, let's see the movie. Has it tasted his tears? What's your middle name, Mephistopheles? Oh, God. Yeah, good question, Dr. Ed. It's horrible. All right. Ghost Rider. Here's what it's going against. Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man, 1991. Drama action, one hour, 38 minutes. In this action movie, tough biker Harley Davidson, Mickey Rourke, teams up with his cowboy hat-wearing buddy known as the Marlboro Man, Don Johnson, to help save the bar of a mutual friend. Enacting a plan to rob an armored bank vehicle, the two are surprised to find that they've heisted a massive shipment of a new drug. Soon the corrupt bank head, Chance Wilder, Tom Sizemore, sends train killers to take out Harley and Marlboro, with the duo fighting for their lives. All right. Is Sam Elliott in that movie? If not, no. he should be. Right? Yeah. I just saw... Oh, so I'll derail it. We'll talk about it later. So, okay, what do we got? Ghost Rider or Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Travis, you go first. Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Okay. Chris. I'll take the opposite. He goes Ghost Rider. Tommy. I saw Ghost Rider in theaters and it scared me real bad. Uh, I saw it opening night, so I'm going to go with Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider for Tommy, Dr. Ed. I'm going to go with Harley Davidson. Harley Davidson. Those that went Ghost Rider during the great Nicolas Cage. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. I, oh, that's bullshit. Fuck it makes this game. <laughs> I Ghost thought Rider, that movie was like a 3%. It's not a good movie, but it's like... Ghost Rider's awful. Well, Ghost Rider's a 27. But it scared me. <laughs> Harley <laughs> Davidson and the Marvel Man's a 22. Really? <laughs> people people liked that movie, though, right? Yeah. Is it just because it had a cool name? Yeah, is it a cult movie? It might be. That might make a difference. This is bullshit. Yeah. Travis, it... Like this the Harley, like Doctor Ed, back I, me up on this. Like people speak with some reverence about that movie, right? Yeah, twenty-two. I mean, I, mean, I think uh, they're both bad movies, but Ghost Rider may be one of the worst films ever created. That's what I thought. Like yeah. I think that that movie. I mean, let's was not go that far, all right? But it it's not great. Like it was like it took National Treasure to save Nicolas Cage's career after <laughs> Ghost Rider. Like yeah, that was that, an that awful film. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> This is so great. We're seeing Watch your truth. mouth, Ed. We're t- <laughs> he doesn't even get the doctor. Dr. Ed, you. Oh, man. This, you, you're cutting him deep. This Man. <laughs> Talk yeah. about Benjamin Franklin Gates like that. I think someone has a little bit too much power from this game or uh, what? I think so. You want to cry? <laughs> you want to cry? Dr. Ed. Get my dad out of it. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're not hey. you're not the only one who got some time off. He's refreshed and he's evil. Oh, this is bad. Mm. Oh, okay, so we have a tie. 
with Chris and Travis. Um, we'll go to the tiebreaker movie. No, Chris wins. No, I won. Oh, you won? Yeah, please. Oh, yeah. Chris I forgot. won. No, okay. no, no, no. Chris no. chose Ghost Rider. You guys Chris tied. Won. Oh, no, I won. Okay. No, I never, have I? I would, have I missed one in like three shows? I think I've been perfect. Yeah. No, you haven't. I think you're, I think you're like you've scored nine in a row, Chris. This is actually getting weird. Have you guys noticed that Chris like always holds his phone during this game? Well, I was I'm thinking, texting. I was thinking nobody, nobody can see what his laptop is yeah. on. <laughs> You want to rise payment? Yeah. <laughs> no, no scores Oh, I'm sorry there. you spent $600 a month on your phone. I wish, man. Mm. That'd be a cool phone. Okay. Well, 80, let's, 80's too much for let's me. Let's do the uh, tiebreaker anyway. Poor, poor man. Um, it was okay. someone's... Who's, was it yesterday, Tom Hanks' birthday? Two days ago? Yeah, 63rd. Yes, it was. I saw, okay. I saw and also, there was an anniversary recently for a movie he was in. A rather popular movie. So, here's your tiebreaker. For the tiebreaker, we have Forrest Gump, 25th anniversary, 1994. Drama, comedy, drama, two hours, 22 minutes. Slow-witted Forrest Gump, Tom Hanks, has never thought of himself as, as disadvantaged. And thanks to his supportive mother, Sally Field, he leads anything but a restricted life. Whether dominating on the gridiron as a college football star, fighting in Vietnam, or or captaining, captaining, captaining a shrimp boat, Forrest inspires people with his childlike optimism. But one person Forrest care Forrest cares one person Forrest cares the most about, but one person Forrest cares about most may be the most difficult to save. His childhood love, the sweet but troubled Jenny. Robin Wright. Jenny. Jenny was hot all the way through that movie. I like the hippie Jenny, I like the disco Jenny, I like the, you know, I like all the Jenny. Jenny was hot, but Forrest loved her. He really did. That's a real tragedy. Box of in my ass. That's all I gotta say about that. Now I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm sorry, I've been out here too long. Gotta go, bye bye. All right, Forrest Gump was the movie. Tommy. No, you first. Um, it should be like a 95. That's a really great movie. I'm going to say 88. 88? 89. 89? <laughs> Dr. Ed? 92. 92. 92. <laughs> Travis? 94. 94. Uh, <laughs> 72. Are you shitting me? What the? So I win. What's 72? Horseshit. That's a great movie. Wait, stop. 72. Dr. Ed. 72. No, I think. W- with this, I think I it's think, appropriate. I think. Rotten Tomatoes, you may need to find a new movie website. <laughs> yeah, can we do like, IMDb? We do we all yeah, agree it's that it's a damn fine IMDb film? Because it's Forrest Gump. Nah, so let me get this straight. What was the movie we did, the first two movies we did to start the game off? Moonrise Kingdom and whatever Three movie Kings. he likes. Three Kings, one of the Wait, so you're movies. telling me Three Kings is better than Forrest Gump? Get By the freak out of here, bro. And here, here's one. No. I will no, say this. That's stupid. We're down with Rotten Tomatoes. We're going to pick another website. We'll find a black website. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. We'll find something else. Entertainment Tonight. We'll do Access Hollywood, whatever. I am but we're done with Rotten Tomatoes. That's bullshit. You just disrespected one of the greatest films in the last literally 25 years. And just maybe. You come 70 t- no, yeah. Hey, uh, ratings may be by Rotten Tomatoes, but it sounds like someone's got sour grapes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you mad you didn't? That was Dr. Like Ed, are you with joke. me on this one? Yeah. Dr. Uh, Ed, are you with me on this? Are we no, done with Rotten no Tomatoes? Way, there's no way that that's a 78. No. Uh, you know what it is? You know what it is? It's 72. People, it's so, <laughs> you're, you're correct. 72. It's no, I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's hipster. Bo- it's people trying to act like they're not. They're too cool for it. There's no There's no other so explanation. Listen, Three Kings, yes, it's a, a culty 
one of my favorite movies. Those those scores should be flipped. Yeah, you just you belong in a cult. Three Kings, Three Kings should be a seventy-two. I, I, I got some homework for Gardner. I want him to find a oh. Rotten Tomato Raider. Uh huh. I mean, someone who actually works. Oh, we can get the founder. Yes. Uh, we, Matt Atchity is uh, from Kansas City. He's not with. He's with Young Turks now. But there's a man. Woman, just don't be saying it. Let's go find out who it is. Go get him. Get somebody from Rotten Tomatoes on here so we can yell at him. That sounds yeah, like yeah, a so good we, booking for you, Travis. Right. Why don't you scream at him and, and be like, yeah, "You're coming on here." Just yeah, start so doing IMDb. So we can put out their address and we can throw Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten. Thank you. I'm yeah. with you. What? I don't like that. There's a much. woman named Gray, maybe. Um, yeah. Either way, I'll, I'll find the contact and we'll get somebody from Rotten Tomatoes on. Gosh, when, and maybe we can get that sucks. next week. Maybe we can get all five people who rate these movies on one time. <laughs> yes. And yes. backhand them. Get that yeah. ass, Dr. Ed. I I love, that's bullshit. Robert Zemeckis. That's like, 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 didn't that movie win like 45 Academy Awards? It almost got best. Did it almost get best picture, too? I thought it, it won best picture. It, it, beat, it beat Shawshank Redemption, which I think. Wow. Which I think probably factors into some of the scoring. There's some hate scoring going on because of that, because that would be the only movie that could have beat that I didn't movie. realize those came out the same year. Yes. Those couple, are both great movies. A couple of things here. Am I evil? Shawshank's better. Yeah. Maybe. Because Shawshank when I saw the rating movie, yeah. for this movie and wanting to use it, this is after I made my friend cry. Um, I said to myself, oh, this is going to be wonderful, because when I tell them what the score is, they're just going to yell and argue, and that's what happened, puppets. Take, what your, happened? take your little finger out of your mouth. Andy <laughs> Dufresne. <laughs> oh, everyone's mad now. Yeah, we are. And tra- Travis. It won Best Picture. It won Best Director and Best Actor for Tom Hanks. Best Adapted Screenplay. Best Visual Effects. Best Film Editing. Also won Best Picture Golden Globes, Best Picture People's Choice Awards, Best Picture Young Artist Awards. That's bullshit that it's 72%. Rotten Tomatoes, we are officially done with you. Get out of my face. 72 for four is Gump. Are you out of your damn mind? Yeah, that's not right. Should, should we do a, a little project where Tommy gets to email the critics that gave it low scores to have them explain? Hi, post? I'd like to score you. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. That yeah. sounds weird. Though, yeah. Too. All right. Like Can you see right. Dr. Ed if they showed up? I could see Dr. Ed. He's like, yeah, meet me at my office. And they walk into like a, an exam room. He locks the door behind him. <laughs> have a little chat. Listen yeah. to this. Uh, Did you know Listen to this. In 2011. Works on people? <laughs> this is crazy. The Library of Congress even selected the film for preservation in the United States Film Registry, calling it culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. And it's a 72 on Rotten Tomatoes. We're fucking done with that website. Oh, Find something else. Uh, Dr. Ed, can I ask you a question that I brought up earlier that I wanted to ask you before you leave? So, uh, It'd be funny if you said no. Uh, <laughs> sure you can. might. It's me. Yeah. Uh, are bulldogs like pigs? Because I think my bulldog is a little bit like a pig. Like owning like a, oh boy. Like a pig. Does that question make sense? I don't remember that during my four years of veterinary school. I think they were separate classes, you know, dogs and pigs. But do they act like pig, pigs? Pig, pig organs can mm. be used for people organs. Here's my thing. They both snort. They both go. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. They both eat so much, and they both lay out in the sun and mud. At least mud. And you mute my mic? <laughs> 
Uh, here, I let told me, you I was going to ask this early. Let me make this more interesting because we've we've talked about this before. People uh, are constantly talking about more and more uh, pigs are about the same intelligence of a dog. You do not advocate for pigs as pets. You said they're not that great to have as pets. Not in my opinion. No, yeah. But he also are, doesn't like bulldogs. Like That's another thing they got in common. Well. Yeah. Well, let me put this back to you. Are certain people like pigs? Hmm. Yeah, Gardner. I read a. Why'd you look at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, okay. I see where we're going now. The one book I read in school, uh, they all turn in, the pigs are walking upright at the end. Mm. Animal Farm. Oh. Yeah. Never heard of it. Mm -hmm. It's a classic. Well, Tommy, yeah, animals can share certain characteristics. It doesn't mean that they like each other. Thank you, Dr. Or that they're related. I'm glad you got your doctorate to answer questions. The way way Dr. Ed was getting ready to explain that was the first word he said. Told me everything I needed to know. Tommy. (laughs) 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 You said it in that kind of, Tommy. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Guys, today I've told you I'm giving blood at Hillside Animal Hospital. I'm not telling you that just to humble brag, kind of. But check out hillsideanimalhospital.net for location, everything else, uh, all their capabilities. But today I'm going to go give blood at 3.30. There are some spots still available. You can call up Hillside right now, 314-645-2141. This is very important, the Red Cross is in a shortage right now. There's been all kinds of uh, issues this summer that uh, that they need help. So go donate blood, and you can do it through our partners at Hillside. Yes, I'm putting out a plea to someone to take my spot since I had surgery two weeks ago. Seriously, I cannot give blood, <laughs> and I always do at all these blood drives. Yeah. So if there's someone out there who's willing to step up and... I think we could, w- let's find somebody. So we'll make that our goal today that We Are Alive brings another person uh, besides myself and my perfect blood. That will be given to uh, to those others. Again, three one four six four five two one four. I have a Forrest Gump review that I would like to read off Rotten Tomatoes. Let's get Doctor Ed mad before he leaves. Yeah. Go ahead. This is from Eric Cohn from IndieWire. Uh, it remains a bad movie that gets worse with age. Uh, Stanley Kaufman from The New Republic says, "I can't see how people with low IQs or those who love them are in any way comforted by all this hogwash. I can easily see how." how such people might be offended by its smug unreality. And the last one uh, by Amy Nicholson from LA Weekly. So afraid to dredge up debate that when Forrest is handed a mic at an anti-war rally, someone unplugs the speaker so we can't hear him. Fitting for a movie with nothing to say. Yeah, this is the guy who gave, uh, he's talking about unreality. He gave a 98 to a Terminator 2 or whatever. Right. Unreality. But on reality, yeah, they literally stuck a fake character into real life situations. No shit. <laughs> so what the, f- what are you talking? And it's also called fiction for a reason. That's what unreality is. Are these people morons? Yes. I think this we can is all absolutely, I'm so offended by these smug elitists who live in Brooklyn or parts of New York and they forget where they come from. They forget so their Midwestern roots. And they absolutely, I can't stand those smug people. Gardner's smiling like he has stock in Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> this has been my favorite Doug's on film. He gave Rocket Man an 89, though. Oh, of course. I can oh, of course see. he did. Yeah, yeah. Of course he yeah. did. Oh, this I'm, has been so amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm hip to what's going on here. He gave the Apollo 100. Yeah, somebody wants VIP tickets to the Democratic National Convention. Yeah. He gave the new Hellboy 100. <sighs> see. Okay. 
Okay. I can't. He's I can't even. Asshole. I'm not. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. So this guy's dumb. <sighs> guys, uh, Doctor Ed comes in each week for Dogs on Film. We love having him <laughs> in. Glad you're doing well, sir, and uh, very <sighs> excited to get over and donate some blood. So if you guys, if somebody does have availability this afternoon, hit me up. Hit up Hillside. Let them know we are live. Sent you. It's a very, very good thing that uh, Doctor Ed organizes these things at uh, at his practice. So, Dr. Ed, we'll get you out of here. Thanks for coming in, man. Yeah, thank you. You're going to be back next week with our new Rotten Tomatoes uh, where we just bash on the critics the yeah, whole time? absolutely. Okay, perfect. Guys, we'll take a real quick break. We'll be back on the other side. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live. Welcome back to We Are Live here in St. Louis. Huge thanks to Dr. Ed. And again, if you guys can give blood today and you're in the South City area, would love for you to support Dr. Ed as he supports uh, the American Red Cross uh, for with Hillside Animal Hospital. Travis Terrell is in New York. We're here in St. Louis. We've got a few things to jump to. Uh, I feel like this is something Travis is either going to be super in love with or super, super annoyed with. I thought this started with Max Holloway, 145-pound champ from uh, UFC where he kicked, did a spin kick, and uh, spun a bottle top off, and it's turned into this whole thing. There's a lot going on with the bottle cap Ooh. challenge. Gardner, you're a cantankerous uh, old man. Does it bother you, or do you like it? Um, I'm trying to figure out how it started, mm -hmm. but trying to figure out the origins for things can be difficult because mm. we are ridiculous people. Yep. So... I thought from the viral standpoint, it was Jason Statham was the one that allowed it to go viral. Now, yeah. he's huge, so that would make sense. But Holloway did it like five days before him, I feel like. But, again, but maybe I feel like not, no one I'm knew who Holloway was. And then Jason Statham, everyone knows who he is. Like, everyone knows that he's a, a big star. So I think that was more impressive that we know Jason Statham is very, like, he does a lot of his own stunts and his action films. But I don't think anyone anticipated him being the one to be able to actually do something that athletic and, and that impressive. Was his in response to John Mayer or something along yeah, the John Mayer did Mayer. it. I so, thought so. I don't know who. How. I saw John Mayer do it. And then there is one, Travis, I know you had tweeted this one out. Um, I don't know who this guy is. Okay, this was pretty freaking cool. But this made me wonder, is everyone a Power Ranger? And then Bam. <laughs> So like, like, see, yeah, like that, like that's impressive. Like it's yeah. high, and then he did a double whip. It was like a double whip, and that was pretty impressive. I'm trying to figure. But out. that was the thing that blew me up. That what kind of threw me off guard was like, where did everyone get? Like, I knew Jason Statham was good. I didn't think he could do that. I didn't think, like I said, there were random people around the world that were capable of doing this thing. This looks pretty difficult to do. So what is it? I you just try it. unscrew it, unseal it, or something? So yeah. like, how loose do you make Probably. the cap? I guess is the question. I think you would, I mean, I think for those who are me, well, you probably want to make it as loose as possible, but with mm -hmm. the one, the two videos we saw with Statham and that, and the gentleman who did the double whip, it, those things look like they were nice and tight, or they were on there pretty well. Yeah. Because, I mean, they were, you could see them spinning in the slow-mo there. Mm -hmm. There have been some great ones, though. There have been some really funny ones. And then I saw somebody, I don't know if this was a trick video, but I saw someone do it with a spoiler of their incredibly expensive sports car. Well, we saw Mariah Carey do it too. Right? It was Mariah Carey. Yeah, Mariah Carey, but that was that was a joke. Mar yeah, she sung it off. I think that was obviously a Maybe. silly one. But then, there, like I said, there was one. There was a 
I mean, that's possible. Huh. I don't think that's possible, though. I'm trying to think of one for Sean to do. <laughs> oh, God. Where he sucks the cap off and just downs the bottle. Just <laughs> make him open a Natty Light can with his toes. Is he a burper? Is Sean a burper? Uh, I don't see him burping a whole lot, no. He just goes to the bathroom. Maybe. Yeah, he does yeah or maybe like a, he's like falling off a bar like stool and... Yeah, maybe when he's falling off a bar stool, he's like grabbing for something, and he and he absolutely makes it spin. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, that might that's a good. Skill. He's yeah. got a hernia, like oh. right where his belly button is. Why is to everything... Try and use the hernia. He should definitely use his hernia to spin it off or something. How should I? Do? Or I thought of like, uh, <laughs> remember that cheese challenge throwing their baby's faces? Yeah. Thought about yeah, trying to get him to do good. it and not telling him. But trying to get him to do it right as he's about to do something that, like, three of us just threw cheese on his face. <laughs> why, are we, why are we doing for, like, things? 20 minutes staring at everyone. And we should start doing this. <laughs> what kind of cheese? Is this Gouda? <laughs> Perfecto. Uh, Gardner, do we want to do some fair or foul to close out the show? Yeah. Travis, let us, uh, let us be, sir. Let's turn it over to our new fair... At this defining moment, change has come to America. People often ask me, what's fair or foul? Is it a segment? Is it a movement? Is it hope? I can't say for certain. Time will be a true test of its power. But I can say, fair or foul is now and forever for the people. Gather around the radio with your loved ones and hold on to your butts. It's now time for fair. We give it back to you. The people. Or foul. <laughs> Throughout your topics, we decide if it's fair or foul. Rotten Tomatoes, fair or foul? Foul. <laughs> Piece of shit, that's what it is. I got one. What do you got? Naming your Pokemon. You're really foul. trying to make this a thing. Foul. Yeah, I am. Well, I Tommy, my... I love you. I really do love you, but I think you should stop talking about Pokemon Go in public. I like you know, my... like you know, this is this is my way of saying like there's toilet tissue on your shoes. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't want you to leave the bathroom looking stupid. So this is my way of just keeping you from going out into the world to look dumb. Stop mentioning Pokemon Go in public. Keep that to yourself. Let that be yours. <laughs> oh. Read oh, his God. name. Read his name. Read his mm-hmm. name. Gardner. And what what is this character? His name's an Ursa ring. It's a bear. Uh, it's a bear Pokemon. Uh, I named it that because Gardner is inside his tummy. Oh. Oh, Gardner. But here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm not pleased oh, with Gardner. this, so I say foul because this is why he brings this up. Here's the thing. I think it's fine to bring up Pokemon Go in public and anything I like in public because being a nerd is fine. Being Liking this stuff is cool. Why don't you be more inclusive, Travis? Oh. Woke bully, as I call Travis. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, fair foul. Uh, Stranger Things season three better than Stand by Me. Oh, fair. And I love Will Wheaton. Mm. I haven't seen Stranger Things season three, so. Better you can't compare the two. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't like that you're comparing the two. It's tough to get by Stand by Me, though. Better two than, different movies. Better than Super 8. 
the movie. Super 8 was great. I oh, love Super 8 was Super shit. 8. No one likes no, Super 8. Oh, Super 8 is one of my favorite was, movies in the world. I thought it was really good. Stranger Rotten Tomatoes, that guy now. Yeah, well, I'm Super going to, I'm going to my guiding film. light, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> guiding light for asshole behavior. Uh, let's see. Uh, Super 8 is really good. I'm going to guess yeah. uh, 85. Okay. No way. Super 8's got to be 60. No. 81. Yeah. See? That touch. It was no. really good. J.J. Abrams only makes no, quality wasn't. things. It really was. Stop, not. Stop. Yeah, not. Now you. Hey. You guys seen hey. the Star Trek Fair. movies? They're great. Uh, fair or foul, Travis, uh, an alligator is not going to be the craziest animal caught in South City, St. Louis the rest of the calendar year. So That's fair. let me rephrase. There will be an animal wilder caught in South City, St. Louis than an alligator. Fair or foul? It's called Gardner. He's a tomcat from what I Foul. Foul. Nothing's getting more wild than because a bear, a bear is not going to get that close to urban areas. Um... So I'm going to go with, yeah, that, you, nothing gets crazier than the alligator. You don't think so, Gardner? Wow. Prediction, I say fair, prediction a bear gets caught right near the river to pair in South City. Mm, that's possible, because it could work its way over from that casino it's area or something. Okay. Tommy? And then what? Then uh, what? And don't say a squiggly bear. For everybody. A squiggly bear? A what? What's he say? What's yeah, that you say some shit out of you. I think it's... Uh, Bear. There's going to be a worse animal caught. Okay. For okay. sure. It would have to escape from the zoo, right? No. Here's one no, for you guys. Come from the woods. Fair or foul, still listening to a music artist <laughs> that you have as your favorite if your ex girlfriend started dating them. What is. What, what so, is so, so, for example, I it? say, so, so, for example, say I'm a Kanye fan. And I found out my girl ex-girlfriend started dating Kanye. Would so you, you still listen to Kanye's music? No. Yeah, whatever. But the I've, fact is, fair file, listening to that artist's music if they're dating your ex-girlfriend. Or Did flip you, it and you find out that an artist uh, and whoever you're dating had been together. That also, I think, should be included because, uh, no, I don't, I, you can't listen to him anymore. No, see, no, see, no, 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 because it's fair. No, this is actually something I saw on Twitter, and it was a bit. Okay. It was, a, I thought, a very good conversation. So I'm curious: Would you still listen to Arcade Fire, Sturgill Simpson, Kanye West, if if one of your favorite artists, and you discovered that your ex was dating the lead singer or dating the artist himself? Yeah, with exes, I'm done. I'm done, and I moved on. So I'm saying yes, I'll still listen if it's an ex. It depends on okay. how we broke up, how bad that was. And how much I enjoyed the music. And whether she had moved to Boston yet or not. So I say fair if I listen to the music still. Oh, that hurts. I just caught that. <laughs> Maybe she was saying she's going to date the singer from Boston. Oh, no. Tommy. Oh, no, you broke his heart. Oh, no. You broke his heart and his heart is already... Oh, come on. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Come on. I made Sean cry. He did a walk-off for those listening Chris at home. Broke, broke Tommy's heart, which is already not in great condition. Just walked out of the studio, closed the door. Let me let me let me say for the record, we did file the old way. We never had these problems. 
I blame Rotten Tomatoes. It put it in, put us in this mood. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. I agree. Is a, I will still use their power though for my advantage. Uh, that's terrible, guys. Uh, that's pretty that's great. hilarious. Yeah. Gardner, answer the question. Okay, what was it? Okay, I say fair if I still listen. If if your ex starts dating a fav- your one of your favorite artists, so I can still listen. Yeah, fair. I'll listen. Yeah, exes for me. I'm uh, not to be weird or anything, but it, when it's done, it's you know. They didn't. That artist didn't hurt you. Okay. So right. she was. She, she started dating Sturgill. You still listening to Sturgill? Yeah. Well. You, okay. Now you're putting it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if we saw him together? What if we did? That's that's just that's cheating. Essentially. Yeah, I didn't believe Chris the way he was saying it. Yeah, I was being real tough. <laughs> yeah, I was being yeah, real tough. It was the way you worded things. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna let it go. But. But there was a way to kind of poke yeah, a hole in there. If you're gonna, if you're gonna tie it personally, yeah, I might care. Yeah, because <laughs> Chris loved him some Sturgill. <laughs> I, I think slow, those slow, especially yeah. him, because his slower stuff is just so heart wrenching in a good way. Yeah. That I don't think I could connect so you know with it emotionally really, anymore. What would really piss me off is like if here. I say fair, but like, well, what if it was like a really bad breakup? Yeah. And then you find, and it's like this is your one of your favorite people, and then it makes you hate that artist when there's no reason to hate that artist correct but then you start questioning their judgment and their taste and things <laughs> even at that point so they like how did this happen yeah, how right. did we get to this point yeah like it can be a very sordid tale and unnecessary mm-hmm. but it can still end up yeah so maybe i'm saying fi- i don't know it depends on the particular situation I guess. <laughs> what it is. damn you terrell yeah i know that's such a good question i saw that and okay. i was like uh I think I gotta walk away from this one because that's too personal. Great fair fouls today, everybody. Man, your ex dating ex—that's a good god. Am I dating Chris Brown or something? Jesus. Yeah, that's Ugh. bad news. Well, uh, then do you try and help her? Yeah. Like, are you obligated to say, "Hey, right, this guy's kind of she got problematic." She got Google. <laughs> good point. Uh, guys, I wanted to thank uh, Pet One St. Louis West uh, for sponsoring the show. Our friend Tommy Bannister of Circa Properties for sponsoring the show. Big shout out to him. If you guys are looking to buy or sell in the St. Louis area, he is your man. Other thank yous to our friends at Getaway Carts to customize without limits. Be sure to hit them up today. Love all of our people like Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Look for a very cool video we're putting out with Buzz very soon. And if you're uh, around St. Louis this week, go get lunch. Have some Buzzes. Tell them we are live. Sent you. Guys, that's going to do it for today. Big thanks to the Cranesburg Arts Foundation for uh, this building we get to hang out in all the time. we got some cool events coming up at some of our venues. Uh, hopefully some more announcements coming soon on some other exciting things happening around Midcoast Media and here for Gardner, for Travis in New York, for I hope Tommy's still the I'll intern. check on him. He walked out. Uh, that'll do it for today. Mm-hmm. Love you guys. We'll be back tomorrow live at 8 a.m. We'll see you then. Peace.